everyone. How are you all doing? We're deep into the summer and hopefully well on your way to reaching your weight loss goals. I hope you all really enjoyed Essie's ideas and last recording. These techniques seem simple, but the effects are profound. Take it from me. The ones who put effort into building their motivation are the ones that stay more committed. And by the way, Esty is offering free trial session to listeners for a full 30 minutes. So go ahead, give her a call and get your free gift. According to Dr. Abraham Tversky, at the core of every addiction lies a spiritual void. So Esty's ideas really address that void. I got some comments this week about how this diet really gives you energy. Thank you for the feedback. This diet is really energizing. Since the plan is balanced and allows you to feel full after a meal, you really get to enjoy all the energy that the calories provide and at the same time lose weight. Question. Please list which teas have a laxative effect. So whether you're doing a cleanse or just looking for a tea to use as a regular laxative, you need to do your homework about which teas are healthy since the FDA does not regulate teas for constipation relief. In other words, you can trust the labels blindly. Some good teas are peppermint, green, and black teas. Teas that should be used only occasionally are senna and cascara. These teas should not be used frequently or long-term since it may cause laxative dependence. What that means is that the muscles get spoiled and don't contract well after some time. Any tea that contains senna or cascara should be used as short-term quick relief only. In general, drinking a cup of warm water is great for digestion, so you can really flavor it however you like, as long as the tea is not harmful. The more hydrated you are, the more moisture remains in the, remains in the stools, making bowel movements easier. So for that reason, some individuals will do a liquid diet once in a while, eating soups and drinking teas only for the cleansing effect, which by the way, is a good idea when constipation gets out of hand. Teas that are sold in health food stores are considered to be more natural than the supermarket teas. Question, if I go on your diet, will I gain weight quicker when I eat junk than if I do a portion control diet that includes junk food with a limit? So you're wondering if you're better off just having junk on a daily basis so that you don't become too sensitive to it. So let me share this with you. Each and every one of us is quote-unquote sensitive to junk, meaning junk food is damaging. Whether you have an external instant reaction or not, our natural bodies were not created to digest highly processed food, and for this reason, it leads to weight gain or other issues. You can dig your head in the sand and say it doesn't affect me, but sooner or later it catches up. A wise man sees the future. Getting off junk food is the very best thing you can do for yourself, and about your concern that you'll become overly sensitive, in today's world, it's really tough to eat really clean, so no worries. You'll get plenty of exposure just from the occasional simchas and takeout food. You honestly don't need more than that. My diet is based on current weight loss trends, ideas that are developed based on 
evidence-based research. In order for a trend to be approved in the scientific world, it needs to be studied properly. When a trend is evidence-based, what that means is, in short, that it's not merely opinion or human judgment, but rather based on legitimate studies. So what makes a study valid? When an experiment is repeated under the same conditions and generates the same results, then we know that the conclusions are reliable. At the same time, not all trends that are proven are practical, and this is where many go wrong with their dieting. Some ideas are just that, ideas. As great as an idea is, it's not always implementable, and that's the service we offer. I decipher the trends, listen to your individual struggles, and develop a personalized plan that will work for you. If something worked for your neighbor or friend doesn't mean that it works for you. My plan is not a one-size-fits-all, and it's not etched in stone. We're open to many different ideas and apply whatever works for the client. Everyone can lose weight or control their weight. It doesn't have to be anything extreme. All it really takes is motivation, not to let discouragement get to you. You know, in Yiddishkeit, we know that we have an inner critic or evil inclination, and his job is to bring us down. And our job is to bring him down. So yes, it is a struggle. No one can deny that. But at the same time, it's doable. We'll move on now to discuss popular diet trends that actually work. So firstly, intermittent fasting. This is an idea that is so logical the, word was, the world was created in this way. When we live according to nature, then of course we eat only during daylight. Nights are for resting and our insides need a rest too. When you eat healthfully, you have the wonderful opportunity of experiencing nature. It's an experience that takes you beyond the mundane and allows you to see nature in all its glory, similar to watching sunset or going sightseeing. The way we apply intermittent fasting is by having all our food intake happen within a specific window of hours. Instead of eating for all the hours that we are awake, for example, all your food intake takes place between the hours of 10 o'clock, a.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. So it's okay to feel somewhat hungry when you go to bed as long as you ate enough calories in your day. Another popular dieting trend is plant-based diets. There are different levels to plant-based diets ranging from vegetarianism and veganism to a flexitarian diet. So whereas vegetarians restrict all animal-derived food products, Flexitarian is a term that describes a diet that allows animal products in moderation. The flexitarian diet is not a clear-cut diet, but rather a lifestyle. So on my diet, we focus on eating a high-fiber diet. Plants are high-fiber. Animal products contain zero fiber. So whereas we don't restrict these proteins, we do encourage limiting it somewhat. So if you're on a high-protein diet and eat mostly animal protein, you may want to reconsider. Another diet trend, low-fat diets or low-calorie. So these have been popular for decades, and the idea of low-fat is based on the fact that fats have twice the calories 
of other food groups. Just to give you an idea, one gram of fat contains nine calories and one gram of protein or starch both contain only four calories each. So for those of you who are old enough to remember, going on a diet meant eating low-fat foods, low-fat cheese, egg whites, no egg yolks because they contain fat, fat-free chicken, remember the George Foreman's, these indoor grills that squeezed all the taste out of your food and turned the chicken into rubber? Well, those days are bygone with the advent of a new trend, low-carb, another diet idea, Atkins became the new household dieting term, high-fat, low-carb. The newer term is keto diet. Low-carb gained its popularity because most of the studies that were done were in comparison to low-fat. So low-carb is considered more effective than low-fat. The issue with it is that it's hard to follow, especially for a Yiddish lifestyle with Shabbos and Yantip meals, and of course, it's not balanced and unhealthy. So along came paleo diet. What is paleo diet? The idea of paleo is to eat the same foods that our ancient ancestors ate. Since obesity is unnatural, this idea is a great solution. The issue is that with all the farming that's happened since the world was created, it's nearly impossible to know what our ancestors subsisted on. What was their daily food? So our guess is, what historians and scientists guess, that they ate whole foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, and lean meats that they obtained with hunting. Paleo diet includes starch such as a sweet potato, but no grains and no legumes. So this idea is a great idea. That the, downside, the, the downside, though, is that skipping grains is not just unpractical, but less nutritious as well. Whole grains are high-fiber foods that are very satisfying. On my diet, we follow some of the ideas of paleo, like limiting processed food and dairy to some extent, but we do allow whole grains, which brings us to Mediterranean diet. This diet follows the eating habits of countries like Italy and Greece, the way they used to eat. Today, it's a small world and junk food has reached all ends of the world. It was observed that the Mediterranean countries had the lowest rate of heart disease, so they must have been doing something right. The diet is based on fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, similar to paleo but different since it advocates eating whole grains, legumes, fish, and olive oil. It includes no meat, and allows, in moderation, poultry, eggs, and dairy. The downside of Mediterranean diet is that it's not specifically a weight loss diet, so unless there's guidance and structure, there may not be weight loss. So that's the service we offer. Get the accountability and personal menu plans that you need in order to be successful. Getting guidance and doing it together is proven to have a higher success rate. So keep calling, listening, and motivating yourself. Good luck and have a great week.